Vietnam is forecasted to be one of the fastest growing economies in Southeast Asia and the world. To understand the dynamics behind Vietnam's miracle growth, Vietcetera meets with business leaders in our Vietnam Innovators series every week to discuss the country's future growth prospects. We also learn from the leaders about how they build and manage teams and why they think innovation will be key to Vietnam's role in the world order. Cricket One is a startup company based in Ho Chi Minh City, Vietnam, focused on solving the impending global food crisis by providing a sustainable food source. The company is known for its main product, the cricket. Using pure cricket as a feed for food, beverage, and cosmetics might sound odd at first, but sitting down with us today, Baking Nguyen, will together debunk the interesting facts behind this superfood. So what is the story behind Cricket One and how did Biggie get to where she is today? You're listening to Vietnam Innovators with me, your host, Hao Tran. This week, we're tuning in with co-founder Bicky Nguyen. With a career spanning international business management, corporate banking, and public relation management, Bicky Nguyen's background doesn't have anything related to agriculture. Now, Bicky and the team are developing cricket-based products that are safe, nutritious, and affordable. Here now is Bicky Nguyen with the story where she also offers some valuable advice for those looking into ventures based on the social enterprise model and what their take is on creating a more sustainable world. But before we begin, we'd also like to extend a big thanks to our sponsors, health tech startup GeoHealth. GeoHealth is known for their innovative products and services to improve the healthcare system in Vietnam. Pay a visit to one of their new smart clinics at M Plaza in Ho Chi Minh City for the latest, or download one of their mobile apps on the App Store or Google Play for more. Good morning, everybody. This is your host, Hao Tran. Uh, this is another episode of Vietnam Innovators. We're super happy to invite a new guest over this morning to our studio, the radio room, Biggie Nguyen. She's the co-founder, and I thought she was the CEO, but she's actually the farmer-in-chief. Uh, my colleague is the farm, like like chip in farm. Yes, and you're the business development director. Yes, I'm the one uh, like uh, pushing people to consume uh, what we are trying oh, to sell. Oh, excellent! Yeah, yeah. So, Biggie, with her introduction just now, she's the co-founder and business development director of Cricket One. Cricket One, for those of you that don't know, um, is a startup company trying to solve one of the world's biggest problems, which is sustainable supply chain for food. Um, so let's just hear it from Vicky herself. Um, she's made her time available this morning to share with our listeners and, of course, our team. Uh, Vicky, welcome to the show. Thank you, Hal, for hosting me today. Of course. And um, super like exciting to really share more information about Cricket One. Yes. And to be honest, it's like uh, we like the opportunity very much mm-hmm. because we believe it's like this is the right moment for Vietnamese uh, population, Vietnamese people to really tap into a new source of food. And the good thing of um, of Cricket One, after four years being so actively uh, promoting the product in uh, Europe, North America, mm-hmm. and also some like uh, developed country in Asia. And of course, is that we have our products sold to 12 countries uh, so far. Um, and uh, we are the only one from Asia that uh, having the permit to export for human consumption to Europe. And we believe this is the right time, right moment to start to um, focusing more into our home market. Yeah, that's great. And I mean, you, you manufacture in Vietnam. Yeah. You hope to serve more of the domestic market. Yes. It's great that you export as well. Yes. Um, but as we all know, eating crickets or insects, while it sounds weird, yeah. and most people who are probably your target kind of consumer 
might think it's weird as well. Something like two billion people apparently eat crickets on a daily basis. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. But those are from Asia, exactly, like Thailand, Cambodia,、mm. a bit from Vietnam,、mm-hmm. and the rest is like from our like you know, like Latin American country、mm-hmm. and some in Africa.、Mm-hmm. But、um, what we, the, but we are aiming is like we want to bring cricket、mm-hmm. to the country、okay. who never have an idea about cricket.、Mm. That I mean, it's like for them, cricket is a type of insects, and then when they say insects, what you do, like either you spray them or you squeeze them, right?、Mm. But what we do is that we try to bring a different product for them to like put into the daily、uh, diet.、Mm-hmm. Are, are Vietnamese familiar with crickets? I would say yes.、Yeah. However,、mm. you just cannot find cricket. Like on the like stalls on the street.、Eh? Sure. Are they、yes. are they fairly common in Vietnam though? Like do farmers and and we, agriculture. We do have、uh, yeah. we do have a history and also a background farming cricket. That's、oh. why cricket is in our husbandry law.、Eh? I see. So it's not really something novel, but、uh, the, the segment. I mean, the, the size is still very small, and then、mm-hmm. it's, it's just a household farming, and then、mm-hmm. very very basic and traditional.、Mm-hmm. And you have to go to some certain specific restaurant to really can get、mm-hmm. um, uh, crickets. I, I, out of all the insects or, or, or kind of plant-based, kind of、uh, earth, more earth-based kind of products you could have used to make the cricket one product, why crickets? Yeah. So when we started the business, like almost five years ago,、mm-hmm. we did experiments on many types of insects.、Mm-hmm. It can be like from worm, like a mealworm, buffalo worms.、Mm-hmm. We did also try the 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 the, the lava, the,、okay. the plexotrichia fly、wow. lava, which is they believe is a solution for animal feed,、mm-hmm. and of course cricket. And then every single、um, experiments, we run a feasibility study uh, report. Mm-hmm. So we、um, evaluate the performance of the insects,、uh, what is the efficiencies in farming,、mm-hmm. and we forecast and predict、um, and give some sort of like a hypothetic、uh, scenario whether we can apply automation, because the futures of food production they have to be efficient.、Mm-hmm. So we think about also also automation back then. And the third thing is、uh, the regulatory, where we're going to have the production、uh, grow. So、uh, cricket is、uh, the most rising star、mm-hmm. in terms of nutritional profile. Okay. Compared to the rest of the insects,、uh, they can really、um, be farmed in an intensive, efficient way、mm-hmm. with our technologies, of course.、Mm-hmm. And the third thing is that the taboo of consumers、mm-hmm. having insects is one thing, but having worm in their mouth, having lava.、Mm-hmm. The taboo is quite heavy there, but cricket. I mean, it's happened in those children's book. Yeah, I mean, and it's turned out pretty well here. Yeah,、um, try it. Oh, okay,、uh, we've got we've got tomato, we've got onion, onion, and the cricket one patty. From which I understand, I'm one of the first to try this new yes. version yes. of your product here. Yes. How many? Well, before we taste this, and I'll do this maybe in a little bit. I don't want to get too messy、uh, at the start of this、uh, session here, but.、Um, What are the products of Cricket One? Do you have aside from the patty? Do you have like powders? Do you have drinks? Do you have、yeah. what kind of stuff do you guys sell exactly? So our business model is B two B, like we supply a finished ingredient to consumers,、uh, sorry, to producers. But when I say finished ingredient, it means、uh, food grade that、mm-hmm. when you can consume directly.、Mm-hmm. So、um, we know it's like、uh, like、um, making people consume the whole insects is very. Abnormal in、mm. those like、uh, focus market before,、mm-hmm. so the best form is to turn them into powder that they can mix、mm. and become invisible. Okay. And、uh, and is, is that more for nutrition? It's、yeah. kind of like someone takes a vitamin in the morning. It's like, vi- like yeah,、okay. just like、uh, food、uh, like substitutes、oh, to enhance、uh, protein, to enhance、uh, good fatty acid,、okay. uh, mineral, vitamin.、Mm-hmm. So our main product is powder. Okay. 
but powder we have different powders. So we mm-hmm. have like whole powder, which is mm-hmm. uh, having a lot of uh, good fatty acid. Okay. We have the defatted powder, which is we remove part of the fat to boost the protein. So any product that wants to have only protein, then they also have the applications. And we have the soluble powder, which is completely dissolved in water. Mm. So the application is in drinks, okay. like coffee, like cold pressed coffee or uh, meal mm-hmm. replacement drink. And so that guy, that kind of represents the majority of your guys' yes. revenue at the moment, yeah. B2B. So you're selling to wholesalers, supermarkets, and We and sell to wholesalers. Okay. We sell to food producers. For okay. example, our client can be like mm. crackers, mm. Uh, producers, okay. can be tortilla chips, um, bread, pasta, cookie, okay. uh, like staple food. And are the majority of your customers, I mean, yeah. you said you mentioned you export. Is it yeah. mostly export-oriented still? Or is yeah, it, uh, still. I, okay. I would say this, like right now, 80% of our production is still okay. going to export. And you're, you're doubling down on the Vietnam market now, though, in terms of finding more consumers on the B2B side. It sounds like this is going to be the same yeah. model that we are targeting to. Mm-hmm. For example, it's like um, we realize that giving the producers that mm-hmm. the manufacturer ingredients, sometimes they have no idea how to use it. Yeah. And mm-hmm. if they don't do it in the correct way, it might be a big turn down for an opportunity to work with them. Mm-hmm. So what we do is that we present a finished product, okay. a finished product, mm-hmm. the concept, mm-hmm. and we explain to them how to produce it, mm-hmm. like how to make those products from our core ingredient. Mm-hmm. For example, in this mm-hmm. burger in front of you, mm-hmm. uh, we actually don't sell the burger. Mm-hmm. The not burger, yet. we're actually not gonna sell the burger. Oh, but or just we, the patty. But oh. we're not gonna sell even the patty. Oh, really? Oh, but okay. we're going to sell the key ingredient that oh. take up the productions of that patty. I see. So For let's exam- say, I mean, if I were a restaurant, because at the end of the day, this patty has to be served somewhere, right? Yeah. So let's say there's a restaurant across the street. I wanna make a cricket patty, cricket mm-hmm. one patty. How would that selling process work for me as the restaurant owner? So, Ada, we introduce you to one of our clients mm-hmm. who produce the bad tea for you. Mm. Or we can also introduce you to an OEM uh, product like mm-hmm. a facility. Okay. Or if you manage to equip some sort of like basic equipment, mm-hmm. you can also get the base from us and make the bad thing. Oh, really? Because the application here is that the base is the core thing. Okay. Most of 99 of the current uh, suppliers mm. in the market, they, they have only powder that they stop there they're happy with that maybe they have a limited ability to develop a new product do you have ambitions to eventually get from a b to c model instead of just b to b is that in the pipeline i would say uh, why don't we acquire another startup who have a b to c product Mm. and then we back them with our ingredients okay and we have them to guide with the strategies how to launch Mm. the insect product to the market yeah because you know when i first uh, before we chatted today um obviously i was doing my research and i, I yeah. know of cricket one haven't really dived deep into it but my initial impression was like hey you know this this could be like the impossible foods or beyond meat uh kind of um kind of similar company but yeah. here in asia and more specifically in southeast asia and approaching it from more of a uh, well, of course, insect yeah. uh, kind of approach. Um, what do you tell people that compare you to to those kind of companies? Is that a mm-hmm. good thing? Is that a bad thing? Is it or not bad thing, but maybe incorrect? Yeah. Um, maybe you can kind of share what those differences yeah. are and how you guys fit in that ecosystem mm-hmm. of alternative, kind of more environmentally friendly yeah. alternative foods. So, firstly, is like. Um, uh, Plant-based is good. Eh? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like uh, vegan, vegetarian people, they have mm-hmm. a holistic purpose and also maybe a responsible mm-hmm. reason to become vegetarian or, or vegan or even mm-hmm. flexitarian. 
as long as that you consuming rice. Flexitarian. Uh, I've never heard of that term. <laughs> flexitarian. It means uh, if I can choose, mm-hmm. I would choose to eat plant. Okay. Or I can choose uh, not to eat meat. Mm-hmm. But in a situation I don't have a choice. Okay. Or in a situation like uh, I'm having someone to finish the meat, mm-hmm. they're going to leave. I think that behind. sounds like most people right there. <laughs> yeah. Flexitarian. Because okay. it's like you you don't have to be extremely hardcore uh, mm-hmm. vegan or vegetarian because like being vegan or vet- vegetarian, you still mm-hmm. need. Like to, in order to feed the entire population, yes. or even yeah. one third of it, mm-hmm. you need an enormous amount of land, water, mm-hmm. and natural resources. So that's kind but of the, the values you, you guys are maybe trying to yes. promote, right? Because you don't necessarily want to tell everyone, oh, go 100% vegan or 100% vegetarian. Because, I mean, that's great, yeah. but probably not possible, at least in the short term, just given how large the meat industry is yes. or people's habits and, yes. and cuisines and mm-hmm. all that. But the idea of flexitarian that encourages an adoption yeah. and behavior and mindset change where it's not like outright refusal of meat, yeah. but maybe better practices, mm-hmm. understanding, education about what the product is. So going back to your questions, mm. it's like we, pro- like we produce the core material, which is the base mm-hmm. to make everything. Mm. So we can replace completely meat. Mm-hmm. So you can make like burger, pate, you can make sausage, you can make pate, ham, everything from that ingredient. But then the key thing is that there's no one in the market have the technologies to remove the exoskeleton Mm. of the cricket. So the only way for them to make uh, those burger, like meat replacement... They need someone like you guys to help Yeah, they they mix uh, the powder with the other ingredient. Mm -hmm. But then because it's the powder, it loses the... um, emulsion function. Mm -hmm. It's like to make the texture, to make it chewy. But we have technologies to really remove the exoskeleton to mm-hmm. make it less sandy. Oh, great. And then make it a frozen base mm-hmm. because like, when you make sausage, when you make a meat product, you need a frozen mm-hmm. or cool meat. Yes. So yeah. we have that ingredient with cricket. Mm. So what you can do is that you just replace completely meat with mm-hmm. our cricket base. Okay. And uh, compared to those impossible burger or beyond meat, um, our key thing is a clean label. Mm. Because um, it's not me saying that, but uh, as a consumer, I'm seeing that. But then also, well, could you clarify what that means? Clean label. What clean does that label. Mean? It means you have the list of ingredients at the back of the packaging, oh, less than fifty. So the others don't have. They that. have about twenty-five, twenty-seven, oh, and then wow. there are so many numbers. Mm. For example, it's if too you, scientific, almost. No, or? it's too uh, highly, like uh, deeply processed. I see. For example, it's like uh, now people think about wholesome, mm-hmm. but wholesome is going to be like limit with application. Mm-hmm. So you're going to process it a bit, but mm-hmm. try to use less of the other additive. Mm-hmm. For example. Is like if you look at the back of the um, Impossible Burger or Beyond Meat, there will be around like uh, 23 to 27 ingredients, mm. and there's a lot of numbers. It means there's a lot of additive that you cannot call them with a scientific name. It's going to be this long. Uh, yeah. So you're going to do is you give it a number. Okay. It can be like number 23, number mm. 55, number 407, whatever it is. Okay. But as a consumer. Mm-hmm. We cannot just stand in the supermarket, start Googling, oh, what is number like mm-hmm. uh, 53? What is it? What is it make for? Mm. So what we do is like we help our consu- like our client, which is the uh, food producers, to really can present a clean label and healthy product. We're not trying to compete with uh, plant-based because mm-hmm. that's a, like, as I said, a like, holistic and responsible sector. Mm-hmm. We're trying to give consumers and trying to help our client, which is the food producers, to give one more option. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can have meat, but you can also have another option that tastes mm-hmm. not bad, like not worse than meat, mm-hmm. but can be as nice as meat. Maybe also nicer, depends on yeah. personal taste. Okay. And um, the good thing is that you can live a very responsible life. Like oh, you're gonna great. consume less uh, water, mm-hmm. less uh, CO two in the um, like in the uh, like. Uh, atmosphere yeah, of course. planet. So how, how do you guys plan to, because at the end of the day, um, 
you know, convincing wholesalers is one mm-hmm. thing, but you also have to make sure that the wholesaler or the, the one buying your product is also successful themselves, especially if you're going to do like these um, burgers and, and whatnot. Um, how do you help them sell their product better? So yes, immediately to fit Cetra. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, as even well ingredient suppliers, uh-huh. we still have to take a big part of exactly. uh, awareness supply chain, making and sure, yeah. education, like consumer So education. what activities have you guys done? So what we side? do is yeah. that we sponsor a lot of um, um, events mm-hmm. where they educate consumer about the benefit of uh, consuming insects in general. Well, next year, the, our Vietnam Food and Beverage yes. Conference, which I understand you were attending, um, yep. that would have been perfect for you guys, but we yes. didn't, we didn't uh, know each other back then. So. Yeah, we were a little bit too late for that. No problem. But Next then year. we tried to yeah. looking for an opportunity, yeah. but everything was completely like of course, um, of course. like finalized. Yeah. We also like uh, have a very strong um, content mm-hmm. strategies. Mm-hmm. We sponsor a lot of food influence mm-hmm. uh, in we, Vietnam or globally. Globally, okay. Yeah, and also like for brands, mm-hmm. like for producers, we support a lot of the other startup. Mm-hmm. For a lot of food startup, what is the limitation that they face? They don't have money for R and D. It might take them a lot of time for R and D. So what we are very lucky is that we have a very strong food scientist team. Mm-hmm. So what we do is that we develop a fundamental concept. Mm-hmm. For example, it's like if my client wants to do crackers, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to have a 15-minute like uh, interview with them. It's like, how you want it to be? Mm-hmm. What is your target uh, client? Mm-hmm. And then we're going to suggest them the right product to use mm-hmm. and what would be the right process. Mm-hmm. And the rest is how to add on recipe, mm-hmm. how to make their signatures uh, flavor. Yeah. It's going to be their, their okay. job. Well, let's, let's take a step back to, you know, aside from the benefits and convincing these uh, partners to work with you on yeah. all parts of the supply chain. Um, the benefits are there. Let's talk about cost. Yeah. Is something like this burger here, like if I compared it to a beef burger in the same kind of set and ingredients aside from the patty itself, is there a cost difference? And, it's cheaper. And what, it's cheaper. Yes. It's cheaper than a beef patty. Yes. Okay. It's cheaper and then, um, again, it's healthier. Okay. So it's, it's, it sounds like it's not a, a, a cost kind of thing. It might be more of an no. awareness and, and willingness to try. And once you have, hopefully have that, you can yeah. deliver the, the benefits. To be okay. honest, it's like when we, um, uh, we call it invaded the mm-hmm. uh, global market with mm-hmm. uh, cricket um, ingredients, mm-hmm. People are selling, let's say, um, fifty dollars per kilo, but oh, we wow. come half. Okay. But then we have a healthier margin, because Vietnam is a perfect location, perfect environment to oh, farm fantastic. cricket. Okay. And then the only cost here is much lower. Mm-hmm. We have a very good talent, mm-hmm. because I think the education in terms of food technologies of Vietnam is not far from what mm-hmm. we can get in those like European or American yeah, country. Yeah. And the cost to operate a business here is much lower. Mm-hmm. Well, let's, so, uh, let's talk about your business too. I mean, um, yeah. you know, we're talking a lot about your your partners and the whole ecosystem, and it's great to know that this patty yeah. is uh, cheaper than the than the current mainstream kind yeah. of option. Um, I understand you guys are a startup company. Uh, you raised some venture money in the past. I'm I'm not quite sure how much, but you've raised a, a bit of money on the side here. Um, are you guys looking to raise more funds? Um, and what does that next like 12 to 24 months look for the business? Like, where are you guys investing, and, and what kind of products are you hoping to push out? So, uh, it's, it's very nice uh, questions. Um, so, we are preparing for a new fund fundraising round. Mm-hmm. So, we've been raising like uh, three times. I mean, three mm-hmm. rounds before. Okay. And it's get us to be this far to be the largest supplier right now in the mm-hmm. market mm-hmm. globally. Mm-hmm. So, we are globally. very happy. Yes. Okay. Wow. So, we are the facility of 45 tons a month. Mm-hmm. And uh, the good thing is that we never use uh, shutterstock uh, pictures, which is we have mm. the real facility. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we are right now the largest supplier in the market. Mm-hmm. S- 
However, for the past like a couple of years, when we start launching the product, we work with the small and medium scale brand, mm-hmm. like clients. But now we start to deal with uh, large uh-huh. and serious uh, mainstream oh, producers. Okay. So we are preparing to fundraising for that moment mm-hmm. when we need to like trip up the production. Mm-hmm. Because right now we don't talk about a quantity of half a ton. Mm-hmm. Now we talk about tons. I mean, this is a very capital intensive business, I yeah. imagine. We're, we're talking... I mean, you don't have to share right now, but yeah. and we're talking millions of dollars at a Series A level to really scale to where you yeah. want to go. Um, where what is the market kind of size for for a business like you guys? I mean, largest for for crickets, alternative food as a, yeah. as a uh, uh, crickets as an alternative food. And you say you guys are one of the, if not the largest in that market. What is that market? And and how you know the bigger markets, alternative food, but where is that cricket? kind of insect one yeah. kind of sit in that so I would say it's like uh, the market is not big eh? it's just mm-hmm. like five years old mm-hmm. to be like mature to now mm-hmm. so when I say that the largest supplier we're not some sort of like a commodity company of course, yeah. But it's growing very well. Mm-hmm. It's really right on track. And especially mm-hmm. like during the pandemic, people it's proven is that you need mm-hmm. to be more sustainable mm-hmm. and then you need to be healthier in terms of consuming food. Mm-hmm. So um, last year, the market was 1.3 billion US dollars okay. globally. For alternative food? For insects. Insect food. Insects Insect only. Food. Okay. Yeah. And uh, cricket, they, they, they take up a very big proportion for that. And mm. 1.4, uh, 1.3, that billion is f- coming from human consumption only. Mm. So the forecast, when it's like, I mean, because they, they, they look at the past three years, and then we look at the futures, how the behaviors of the consumers, and then the perceptions of the large food producers, mm-hmm. then we, 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 we are very certain the market is going to get 4.8 billion US dollars by 2025. Oh, excellent. Yeah. And hopefully you guys will have a large share of that yes. to be seen. Yes. Um, that fundraising effort, you know, stepping back from the cricket one, and, and I'm sure a lot of our listeners here today are really curious about the startup ecosystem, tech mm-hmm. ecosystem, whatever you want to call it, um, in Vietnam specifically. And from what I understand, you've been in that, in that kind of uh, community for a long time here in Vietnam. What are some of the pros and cons of starting a venture-backed business in Vietnam in your experience? Pros and, and cons. Yeah. Uh, the pros is, um, I think, Asian mm-hmm. like market. Mm-hmm. Or Vietnam in specific is like we start to be attracting to foreign investors. Mm. So you see, it's like um, there's a lot of like uh, Singapore-based fund, mm-hmm. Silicon Valley-based fund, even yeah, Europe one, which is a very conservative financial market. Mm-hmm. Then so start to look into Southeast Asia. They start yeah. to look into Vietnam mm. because here we they, they believe is like the capital is being used very efficiently. Mm. And also like for example, it's like on my experience uh, like in particular, okay. If we raise, let's say, if we raise a million dollars, mm-hmm. we're going to build, let's say, 10 times more than what people can build with yeah, $1 totally. million dollars overseas. Mm-hmm. So I would say it's like a bro and con. For me, it's like once you can get the first round close, mm-hmm. then the second and third one will be very easy. Mm-hmm. Of course, you have to perform very well. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I mean, it's like you start to get a lot of attention. Mm-hmm. And... The good thing is, like, this is not our first startup. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've had another, like, Aritech uh, mm-hmm. startup before, okay. Cricket One, mm-hmm. Nam and I. 
back then we have quite limited options of finance. It was a little too early. Yes, yeah. it was like seven, eight years ago. Yeah. Now it's it's a different story. So now it's really is like for me. Is mm-hmm. I mean I I, I was I, I was away for a while. But now I came back. It's super active. I mean every week you have some sort of like uh, an event where you can meet up with investor. We can meet up with ecosystem mm-hmm. um, influencer mm-hmm. where they can help you to build your business and help you to tap into those uh, capital. Mm-hmm. And and now even a Vietnamese investor they also start to understand the concept of venture capital investment. Before they were very cash before they for asked me about no before right. they asked me about PNL. PNL yes yeah. I mean it's like for the like tech startup yeah, or yeah, yeah. like like technique like um mm-hmm. I mean technology. Well you have one but it's maybe not the most attractive at the moment. Yeah <laughs> that's how much we want to raise we're gonna give half the company for yeah, yeah, <laughs> for yeah. few thousand dollars mm-hmm. maybe. Mm-hmm. So but now it's changed a lot people understand mm-hmm. what it is mm-hmm. even now my parents they understand it. That's great. So well, enough about the pros. What about the cons in, in your many years of experience in this market? Uh, what are some things to look out for? I would say this: uh, the the regulatory for mm. money to flow straight into your business. Mm. Because right now we still have to keep a holding somewhere else, which mm-hmm. is going to cost us money yearly, of course, yeah. and we don't see the benefit of that. Mm. It's just because we don't have a jurisdiction to control the VC investment thing, like, like VC thing. That is one thing. And then the other thing is maybe now it's changed. I'm not updated yet, but mm. maybe now they have. Uh, like the, the 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 regulatory regimes, but I'm not updated. But so far, we still have to go through that the whole mm-hmm. mechanism thing. Well, um, let's see the you know um, the, con? the ecosystem is is getting more receptive to yes. the startups. You know, it's not just big companies. Mm-hmm. You know, you need to support um, kind of uh, smaller companies who yeah. need that kind of structure as well. So we'll, we'll definitely have to look yeah. out and see. Um, we're closing up on our time here today, okay. Vicky. Um, oh, this is such a nice uh, section. That's why the time flies yes, so quickly. Uh, indeed. It's been a nice uh, chat with you today, Vicky. But of course, before we log off today, um, I don't want this to get too cold. It's yeah. been sitting out here for 20-ish, maybe almost 30 minutes it's been now. prepared by Chef Vicky. Um, what is the best way, and thank you for preparing. I was not expecting this today. Um, <laughs> how should I eat this? Do I use the fork and knife? Do I just... Just eat it, eat like it the way people eat, eat burger. Okay, got yeah. it. And uh, no lettuce, but okay, no problem. Not, yeah. a, not a huge fan but of But it's still anyways. very, like, uh, healthy. Hmm. It's pretty good. Yeah? Mm-hmm. But it's pretty good in terms mm. of taste, flavor, texture. And mm. how do you feel? If I would not tell you it's from cricket, would you mm-hmm. tell? It's definitely not beef. Yeah. I would compare it to... I mean, almost tastes like, tastes like a sausage, kind of. Yeah? Or, like, texture a little bit. But I like that it's firm. It's not too... Um, not too watery, doesn't really spill out. And um, yeah, the texture is my favorite part, I would say. So very, very mm-hmm. funny. Um, yeah. So we developed this um, mm-hmm. um, product concept for mm-hmm. our clients. And um, my name is Vicky, right? Mm-hmm. But there's a very famous uh, burger in, mm-hmm. um, in the Netherlands. Mm-hmm. Uh, Netherlands is my second home, yes. I mean, my yeah. first home. And uh, and also like Flemish bar, so they have mm. very famous and most wanted burger. They call it Bicky Burger. The Bicky Burger. So it's a uh, like a fry burger. Mm. So um, no, I mean, I would I would eat just the patty too. I usually don't eat too many carbs. So the, yeah, they just try the, the, the patty. Yeah, I'm so. just gonna take it off here and yeah, it's a nice meaty looking color. Yeah, but like I said, the texture it's 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 thicker than your typical burger. Yeah. Because we are not trying to uh, mm-hmm. like uh, convince people to stop eating meat, but give them the extra mm-hmm. options. Mm. Well, Vicky, thanks so much for your time this morning and for preparing an unexpected cricket burger. 
Thank you. And, um, uh, yeah, I, uh, I hope I did not give you a hiccup in the morning. No, with that definitely burger. not. No, it's been it's been tasty and uh, yeah. a nice chat today too. Perfect. For those of you listening today, um, thank you for joining us for another episode of Vietnam Innovators with myself, your host Hao Tran. And again, um, if you'd like to learn more about Cricket One, be sure to check them out online. Uh, and of course, co-founder, business development director Biki Nguyen is always available to share more about crickets. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Check out the video version of our podcast on other platforms such as YouTube and Facebook. New episodes are out every week. And don't forget to subscribe to Vietcetera's Spotify, Apple Podcast, and YouTube channel for more interesting content. We'd also like to give a big thanks to our sponsors, GeoHealth, our launch partner in this new series. Geo is one of the must-watch innovators in the technology and healthcare space in Southeast Asia. They are best known for their doctor-at-home services, introducing the likes of a new smart clinic at M Plaza in Saigon. For those interested in watching the technology and healthcare space, they are definitely one of the ones to watch.